0: Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to
1: do what you can where you are and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we are talking about today, check our show notes at lifestylehustle.com. You're listening to my style Today, we are going to look at some of the homeschool prep for this coming school year, what we are doing and what we have done.
0: What ages are your kids, Lauren?
1: So, I, mine are gonna be 9, 8, and 4 this coming school year, and I'm not really sure how much I'm gonna do with the 4-year-old. I'm still trying to decide whether to buy a kindergarten curriculum and start working with her on it. I mean, even if she doesn't do it all, you know, it'll still be good. hmm How about you?
0: Mine are... 18 and graduated i got to graduate my very first student this year so that was pretty exciting and then it's really exciting uh my girls are 16 and 4 uh and my youngest will probably go to a preschool program this year three days a week i and just because i have such a large gap i feel like she needs Not really the academic side of things, but the social side of things, because she doesn't have another child in the family around her age. So that's why we've decided to send her to a preschool program. So really, my only student this year will be my 16 year old. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's weird.
1: (laughs) We're doing we're doing a preschool program, too, but that's not going to teach her all that much. It's just for the, like you said, just for the social aspect. Mm hmm. I'm still trying to decide. I'll let you guys know when I figure <laughs> something out. I still have a month.
0: That's right. We both do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, where do you buy curriculum? This is a big question. It seems simple, but it's big. Huge.
0: Uh, for us, over the years, we have probably tried most curriculums. Uh, in the early years, we went. Uh, We bought a lot of Saxon, especially for math, because it's a really comprehensive math program. Uh, And then uh, we've bought bought stuff all over. How about you?
1: (laughs) Well, the first year, I just borrowed all of your curriculum (laughs) that you had saved. And I really appreciate that, because it was free. (laughs) I... I also got a lot of books out of the library that year mm-hmm. to supplement everything. And I, I think I might do that again this year. I, so my kids, like I took a break from homeschooling for a couple of years and sent my kids to a uh, private school, but now we're going back to homeschooling and I, I, they're older, so it seems to matter more <laughs> than it did back in the day. Um, so, I, um, I'm going to be buying The Good and the Beautiful for math and language arts. And then for history and science, I haven't really decided yet, but I think what I might do is... Explore some different topics uh, with the two of the older kids from the library. The library is an amazing resource for homeschooling parents. Ours has a whole section of curriculum that Mm -hmm. you can take out and, you know, just borrow and not buy anything. And use for over a month because they let you renew it. And then return it. So I... Will pro- I will definitely be using them. I'm just not sure if I'm also going to buy a curriculum in those subjects. Mm-hmm. So. so
0: let's talk <laughs> about co ops.
1: <laughs> yes, let's do. Why don't you go first? Since my uh, knowledge of co-op is limited to signing up.
0: <laughs> well, I you know well how highly I talk about our co-op we just we love ours. Uh we've been a part of it for 6 years. We were there when it stood up and have stuck with it through all of the school uh, all of the homeschooling years since then with the exception of covid when we shut down for nearly 2 years. Uh and I it just wouldn't be the same homeschool experience without it. I so much academic and social learning takes place there it's just amazing for our elementary and middle school years it was great for making friends and also sharing the teaching load among a a whole bunch of parents uh each parent could pick an area that they were strong in because let me really let's admit it i homeschool parents aren't strong in every area so it was really good for, you know, this parent was really good with English and the language arts, so they would take that on. And then this parent was really good with the sciences and the math, so they would take that on. So it was just, it was amazing. It, it's always been really great for that. Uh, for high school, uh, it, it was wonderful for getting in those core subjects that they have to have to graduate. Um, and some, some subjects are just better learned in a group setting. We we did the Dave Ramsey uh, uh, financial piece, which is just it, it's great because you need discussion in order to make that a really good class. And uh, you know, so we taught that at our co-op, and um, the the last parents who taught it actually just graduated their daughter. So oh no. I, we are going to have them to teach my 16 year old that class, which I'm really sad about. So I, I hope another um, parent steps into that role and and can take it on and do a good job with it. But it, um, I especially for high school classes, it, it's just been great because they my my kids are smarter than me in a lot of ways. <laughs> so it, it's been great to have somebody who can just really push in and teach them in every area. And then I take on a class that is, that I'm strong in uh, and I can push into other people's kids and help them learn in areas that their own parents are strong in. So it, it's just been, I really have nothing bad to say about it. Co-op is wonderful for homeschoolers.
1: So I feel like I've been a little bit remiss in uh, introducing what a co-op is <laughs> Oops, sorry about that people. So, if you don't know, a co-op is where a lot of homeschooling families get together for some of the education. So, for our for my personal co-op, it's once a once a week we meet and the kids get to take four classes there. And they also have a gym and we have lunch and there's like social time during that time too. So I think there's an outdoor activity like hour during that time too for the younger kids. But basically all it is is one day of school mm-hmm. for homeschooling kids.
0: Yep. Do you Good have anything explanation. to add to that? Not really. Okay. <laughs> uh, nope. I, I think you did a good job there. Our uh, For our homeschool, we actually don't have a gym. So it tends to be more, when the weather's nice, they just go outside and play. Uh, when mm-hmm. the weather isn't nice, we have to find group activities that they can do inside. Um, we, we do ours in a church. So often they end up in the chapel. And... Mm-hmm. Um, make, make a mess of the chapel and all the chairs and stuff, but they do get some of their energy out, uh, which I, I think is vitally important for, to any school day, but especially a co-op day. So um, you you have a year of homeschool underneath your belt. What did your homeschool day look like and what do you expect out of this year, Lauren?
1: Honestly, my day was probably much easier back then than it will be now because my daughter my oldest is probably the easiest student ever known to education she started reading back in um in kindergarten like like a grown up practically and so i could sit her down and give her the curriculum and she would read the instructions and do the work and learn all by herself, even in just first grade. So that was a very easy experience for me. Um, We worked on the stuff that was in the curriculum in the morning, and then we worked together in the afternoon during nap time. And I also Worked with my son at that time because honestly, I didn't have anything else to do with him. So he just kind of sat there with us and and learned the same stuff as she did. Which is actually another really cool point of homeschooling is your kids are gonna get information before they normally would in a regular school environment because of their older siblings. <laughs> So, um, it was, that year was really easy. I, I'm a little bit nervous about this year because my son is so much like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, they're both very smart and he thankfully does know how to read as well. So I, I, We're just going to wait and see how it goes. Um, I do plan on doing curriculum stuff, you know, like where they have to read and do work or whatever in the morning so that their brains aren't tired, I guess, when they're trying to do that stuff. I'd rather knock it out in the morning and then work together on some stuff in the afternoon. How about you? What does your day look like now?
0: Well, now is very different from what it was at the beginning. (laughs) It it really changed greatly as my big kids got older. Uh, Through elementary and middle school, uh, most of our work was done together in the same room. Uh, There was a lot of direct instruction. And I tried to keep, except for math, really. I tried to keep them learning the same things, but with their own grade level expectations. So we, we use the same say American history curriculum. And then I would, you know, when they wrote their papers or whatever that I would look at their own grade level expectations and expect more out of my son than I expected out of my daughter at that time. Um, And then we also had some subjects that would happen every day, like math and language arts, but some that were just a few times a week. So we would take science and maybe do that on uh, Monday and Wednesday, and then history do on Tuesday and Thursday, but we would have a longer block of time, so we still would get through the whole curriculum. Uh, But that way we could really dive deeper into a subject area instead of going oh it's been 45 minutes time for science you know we we would you know spend a couple hours on a specific subject just a couple times a week uh for high school really my life got easier (laughs) most of their work was independent i i checked in with them uh but i didn't like have to sit on top of them so much anymore which was great because by then we had our baby our youngest and. She demanded a lot of my time, so it was kind of nice to be able to just send the the bigger kids up to their room to do their work without their phones, of course, so that they were actually working. Uh, and be able to um, trust that they would get the work done and then just check in with them. Uh, the one exception still is math. Um. We we still worked on that mostly together because they needed more help with that. Uh, my daughter took uh, geometry this past year, and she, she needed a lot of help with it. But sometimes it almost felt like she was helping me <laughs> with it <laughs> because she'd go, oh, no, Mom, no, this is proof, theorem, whatever, you know, 63 and the this proves this and that and the other and i'll be like oh yeah you're right about that you know so, so it was kind of like something we um learned to do together because frankly i don't remember high school geometry at all and so we we struggled through it it was hard but we did get through it this year um so i if you're at the beginning of home school know that it gets easier as your kids get older and good to know more more independent (laughs) it it really would it really does get easier and then the hardest part if you live where i do is the paperwork of making sure the school knows that your kids are advancing and your kids are doing better um so that that's my little pep talk for new homeschoolers there you go lauren (laughs) oh thank you
1: thank you i really appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) we did it like i i need to go back just a little bit we did homeschooling the year after my daughter was in kindergarten because of covid Mm -hmm. so and i didn't the schools were still putting kids on the computer a lot then like our school did two days in school two days out of school on the computer and then off on friday's um, I don't I don't really know how they did that. But I I didn't want my, you know, first grader on the computer all day two days a week. I thought that was a little bit too much. So I I homeschooled her that mm-hmm. year and that's the reason I did it. And this year we're going back to it and I I'm really looking forward to it. There's a lot of freedom in homeschooling that you can't get Anywhere else, um, you can travel when you want to, um, and and when you travel, if you go to any historical place, that's a homeschool day, even mm-hmm. in the summer, right? It counts as a school day. So, mm-hmm. the other really big thing that I'm looking forward to this year is moving a whole bunch of my evening activities to daytime, yes. Yeah. Because a lot of the things we did during the evening have a homeschool option. So, like, piano got moved to during the day, and so did ballet. So I'm really looking forward to having some more open evenings. Maybe I'll put in some more activities. It'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: but it won't it won't feel as hard because you're not coming off a school day where your kids have already been away for so long so even if you do put in a few evening activities it will actually feel like kind of a break for you because (laughs) you you have been with your kids all day and they've been with you and so it it actually is kind of nice to put them into something where they get instruction from someone else, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I always appreciated that time. Uh, My kids swam for years and years, and I just sat in the bleachers and enjoyed the time not with my kids. (laughs) 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 And that was nice. I liked it. Uh, As far as the freedom of homeschooling for us, I love it. I love to take our family vacations when school is in session for everybody else because you get entire me- museums almost to yourself and you get a lot more like one-on-one interaction with grown-ups grownups in, in different places. And so I, I've always felt like that was really good for my kids because they can talk to anybody because they have been interacting with every age group since they were very young. And so when we take trips and stuff, we um, can really dive into a place much deeper because we're not fighting crowds. And we're, you know, it's just us. And, you know, uh, like, museum attendants give us more attention because there's no one else there. So it's, it's fantastic. I have always loved being free to choose when we do school and making things school that wouldn't even normally be school like yeah. like you we were just saying you know field trips in the middle of the summer time that count as school days that you can report yeah. to the school that you had a school day in july
1: <laughs> very nice i like i said i'm really looking forward to it i i I really like the idea of traveling in the off season as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I will definitely keep our listeners posted on how my opinions of this experience change, (laughs) but I, I'm really looking forward to giving it a try for sure.
0: (laughs) You're going to love it.
1: So this is a really big topic and we'll be talking about it in other episodes. If you have any specific questions about homeschool and what we have done, go to our website and send us an email. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lifestyle
0: Hustle. If you like our podcast and want to support us, you can recommend us to a friend, review, and subscribe to Wifestyle Hustle. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and
1: subscribe to our email list so you will never miss an episode.
0: Come learn more about us on our website at WifestyleHustle.com. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you next time.